Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning. But before we enjoy ourselves and get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for today, and we thank you for another opportunity to grow in our relationship with you, Lord, to mature and come up in the things that you have for us, Lord. We thank you for calling us in deeper, Lord, for showing us those mysteries lord those things that are hidden from the wise and revealed to babes lord we thank you for the faith that you have given us to give back to you lord and we thank you for the love that you have shown us we thank you for the strength to do every assignment that you've asked us to do lord that you have placed in our lives to do lord that we fulfill everything that you have need of us lord and we just thank you for your goodness lord We thank you for your patience with us, Lord, that you're long-suffering, God. We thank you for your goodness, and we thank you for who you are and what you do, Lord. What you have done, what you're doing now, Lord, and what you will do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us. Excuse me. Glad to have you with us as we continue our series on the Lord's house. And, um... We just asked if you like the episode that you would actually like it. And on, on these, these, uh, any platform that you can find a day of prayer on, click the like button, absolutely, the subscribe button. Thank you, honey. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if you like it, would you like it? Yes, absolutely. Will you yeah. actually hit the like button? Yes, that's the one. And okay. then, and then please share it with someone else so they can learn and grow in knowledge and relationship with our Lord and be blessed also. Amen. So. Thank you very much. We'll tell you thank you in advance. We appreciate it. Amen. Thank you for being a blessing to us. Mm -hmm. So um, we are going to reread Exodus chapter 40. And um, with that, can I get a volunteer or a couple of volunteers to do that, please? I will. All right. Promise. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, on the first day of the first month, you shall set up the the tabernacle of the tent of meeting. You shall put in it the ark of testimony, and the partition of the ark, sorry, and partition of the ark with the veil. You shall bring in the table and arrange the things that are to be in set, that are to be set in order on it. And you shall bring in the lampstand and light its lamps. You shall also set the altar of gold for the incense before the ark of the testimony, and set up the screen for the door of the tabernacle. You shall set up the ark. Of Ark altar, sorry, altar burnt offering before the Lord of the testimony, before the door of the testimony of the tent of meeting. And you shall set the laver between the tabernacle of meeting and the altar and put water in it. You, you shall set up the court all around and hang up the screen at the court, at the court gate. And you shall take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and all that is in it. And you shall hollow in all its utensils, it sh- and it shall be holy. You shall anoint the altar of the burnt offering, and all its utensils, and consecrate the altar. The altar shall be most holy. 
and you shall anoint the laver in its base and consecrate it. Then you shall bring Aaron and his sons to the door of the tabernacle of meeting and wash them in water. You shall put holy garments on Aaron and anoint him and consecrate him, that he may minister to me as priest. And you shall bring his sons and clothe them with tunics. You shall anoint them as you anoint as you anointed their father, that they may minister to me as priests. For their anointing shall surely be an everlasting priesthood throughout their generations. Thus Moses did, according to all that the Lord had commanded him. So he did. And it came to pass in the first month of the second year, on the first day of the month, that the tabernacle was raised up. So Moses raised up the tabernacle, fastened its sockets, set up its boards, put it in its bars, and raised up its pillars. And he spread out the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent on top of it, as the Lord had commanded Moses. So he took the testimony and put it into the ark, and served the poles through the rings of the ark, and put the mercy seat on top of the ark. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle, hung up the veil on, of the covering, and partitioned off the ark of the testimony, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the table in the tabernacle of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle outside the veil. And he set the bread in order upon it before the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the lampstand in the tabernacle of meeting across from the table on the south side of the tabernacle. And he lit the lamps before the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the gold altar into the tabernacle of meeting in front of the veil. And he burned sweet incense on it as the Lord had commanded Moses. He hung up the screen at the door of the tabernacle. And he put the altar burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting. And offered upon it the burnt offering and the grain offering as the Lord had commanded Moses. He set the laver between the tabernacle of meeting and the altar and put water there for washing. And Moses, Aaron, and his sons would wash their hands and their feet with water from it. Whenever they went into the tabernacle of meeting, and when they came near the altar, they washed, as the Lord had commanded Moses. And he raised up the court all around the tabernacle and the altar, and hung up the screen of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting, because the cloud rested above it. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Whenever the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle, from above the tabernacle, the children of Israel go onward in all their journeys. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not journey till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was above the tabernacle by day, and fire was over it by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. Amen. A wonderful wonderful thing to see the glory of the lord but um at this time i want to open it up open up the floor so each of you has the opportunity to share what the holy spirit speaking and ministering to you and of course to ask any questions that you have all right yes so who'd like to begin i will <coughs> okay first look first with the fire remind me of what the apostles in pentecost and how the fire went about their heads. Mm-hmm. Cloven tongues of fire? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, sorry, first when I really shot, originally thought of, I thought it was like literal tongues, like human tongues. 
Okay. On fire, but okay. it wasn't that. Okay. Okay. And how, when that happened, the Lord came into the place and said, this is... <laughs> Sorry, I just got a, a visual of what you probably thought of. Okay. Go ahead. Carry on. That the Lord came into the place and said, yes, this is right for me. And how the Lord is showing me that again, how we have to continually let the Lord in. And if we go, if we go, well, Lord, I don't think that should be touched. Then we leave an area for the Lord, an area for the Lord not able to come in. Mm-hmm. And the devil to go, well, giving a foothold to the devil. That's right. And how the Lord reminded me of was a mountain. If you make it straight up, the devil's not going to be able to climb up it. He's not going to be able to walk up it. I should phrase like that. Okay. The mountain would be for what? Safety or protection or to make yourself a mountain? What's the mountain reference? Just to your life. If you make it where the devil can't get up the mountain, then he won't be able to get up. But if you make a little pair of staircases, then. Okay. I see. I see. Keeping yourself um, entirely for God so that the adversary has nothing to claim. Jesus said, the God of this world, the ruler of this world is coming. Not the God of this world, but the ruler of this world is coming. And he has nothing in me. So there's nothing that the devil can go, oh, uh, 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 that's mine. I get to take that. Now I get to cause trouble in your life somewhere, right? Yes. Okay. There's sin on him, Lord. I get to wreak havoc over here. Okay. I get you. Step in there real quick. Got to get into the... You know, the original root word, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's go uh, into uh, Exodus forty thirty four, and covered the cloud. Right? I'm reading it kind of a different mm-hmm. translation mm-hmm. to it. Covered. The the word for covered is kosaw, and uh, primarily um, it's to fill up the hollows. So in relationship to what you were just talking about, commission and promises, fill up every space of our lives with God so there's no room for anything else to be there. Amen. Amen to that. Amen. What else, sir? It then with the cloud and how it moved whenever the moved whenever the Lord was ready. And so the Lord's telling me that most times the people in their lives go, Well Lord, I'm ready to do this, but mm-hmm. the Lord goes, No, you're not ready and he Ooh, say that again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And how the Lord goes. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Say it again, sir. <laughs> You're not ready? <laughs> no, we go, I'm ready, Lord. Hurry up. Come on, Jesus. You're slowing us down. And he's like, no. You're not ready. Go ahead, baby. And how the Lord said, wait, first the Lord likened to it. For example, if, I'm, if we go to the park and I go, I'm ready to run out. Then I go to get to the park and realize, wait, I don't have a basketball to play basketball. It's going to mm-hmm. do me no good. Now, mm-hmm. I I would have to go through a loop to try to go get that and take mm-hmm. away time for myself. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord showed me that when he tells us we're ready, then we should move with him, not go, wait, Lord, I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> it goes for both sides. Uh-huh. And when Amen. the Lord says you're ready, then you're truly ready because there's, like when you say in communion, I'll give, this is time to check yourself. Mm-hmm. To examine yourself, yes. Mm-hmm. And how the Lord goes, 
well, you have this inside of your life when you go and ask him if you don't go just speed past it. If you go, Lord, what do I need done inside of my life? The Lord's going to point to that. And then once you ask the Lord, ask petition from him, peti- when you ask the Lord about it, then the Lord's going to show it to you. Then you're able to move forward. Petition. Mm-hmm. 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 But here's the thing, though, sir. If we just remain with the Lord, right? Yes. And walk in step with Him, we will have everything we need. And and I love the example you gave about the the basketball. <clears throat> Excuse me. And going to the park, right? But what about when it comes to even greater matters, eternal matters? How about the 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 armor of God that He's given us? How many people? Or leaving parts and pieces behind. And running out to battle. And thinking they're going to do it. And then come hobbling back. And, and, and now need to be healed and need to be built up. and Right? But if we just remain with the Lord and we walk with Him, He's going to... He makes sure that we have everything that we need. We can't get ahead of Him. And we sure shouldn't be behind Him. As in way behind him. Mm-hmm. But remaining in step with him in his perfect will and plan and timing, right? It's all contained within his will. Amen. Yes, sir. It then the Lord's talking to me about inside of James four where it says, Resist the devil and he resist wait, sorry. Resist, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit oh, to God. Yeah, let's start resist there. Resist the devil and he will flee from Submit you. Submit to God. That, that's all about what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. God is the boss. He's in charge. He's in command. When he says you're ready, you're ready. If he says you're not, you're not. Right? Yes. So that that's the key. That that verse, I think, wholly sums up what you're saying, my love. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yes. Okay, carry on. And how the Lord showed me that if there's a doorway, you can't expect the doorway to move towards you and just go around you. You have to walk to the doorway. <laughs> Through the Amen. doorway. Yes. Amen. No point in cutting so your own it, doorway out next to the door to get in, right? It's just not going to yes. work very well for anyone. Yes? Mm. Yes. But the door is where the door is, right? And the door yes. operates. It opens and closes in the way that it operates. If you go to a door... And it's a door that opens in and you try to pull it towards you. Are you ever going to get in? No. <laughs> no, you're not. Right? It, yes. It, that's just, that's not how the door works. I actually appreciate that illustration of the door coming to you when you're supposed to be going to the door. The door is where the door is. And the door works and operates how the door operates. Learn its function. Learn how to use it and then go through it. Amen. That was it. Anyone else? Uh, yes, I do have something. All right, let's hear it, sir. Um, Mr. Dean, you had asked that question last devotional, and that caused me to think, and the Lord brought me to... What was the question, darling? Uh, about if the cloud had any significance in reference to Jesus. Okay, amen. Well, symbolism was what I was talking about, but mm-hmm. significance is okay, too. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh, please. 
While you're looking at that, just to remind everybody, if you haven't listened to the last few podcasts, you may be missing out because you won't understand some of the things we're trying to talk to. So there was a really good thread laid out about how this, the images and the articles of the, the court and the temple um, mm-hmm. and Jesus's um, I am statements line up with that and how that ties into all that. So go back and listen to the last few podcasts if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it was when Jesus, it's in John 8, when Jesus was defending his self-witness. He was talking to Pharisees. Okay. Gen- where are we? Where did you see John, John 8? So, okay. I don't know. I heard Genesis. Did anybody else hear that? No, I also heard him. I think you... I heard Genesis also, but he said, say John first. Okay. Oh, sorry. He, he meant to say eight. Jesus was defending himself, himself but it witness. sounded like Genesis. Yes. It oh, was, okay. It was kind of mumbled sorry. together. John 8. <laughs> so clarity. So we're, John Jesus, eight so John you're saying Jesus was defending himself against the Pharisees in John 8. Yes. Where he okay. Defending his self-witness. Uh, okay. okay. John 8, what verse, baby? Verse 14. Okay. Go for it. Jesus answered and said to them, Even if I bear witness of myself, my witness is true. For I know where I come from and where I'm going. But you do not know where I come from and where I'm going. And the Lord, it reminded me of something that's always saying that there's a cloud of witnesses. That's what the Bible says, I mean. Yes, my, I mean, I, <laughs> yes, I, I, I say it because, because oh, okay. the Lord said it. Okay. Yes, I okay. hear that referencing. All right. And so the Lord was originally showing me here, and I was thinking about it and correlating it. Then he also brought me to mm-hmm. Matthew, where Jesus was transfixed on the mountain. Transfigured. Transfigured, sorry. Okay. Transfigured right. on the mountain. Uh-huh. And how, if, I'll read it. It's especially, uh, which verse? Actually, is it? Excuse me, does there um anywhere else in the Gospels where references it? Because I don't think the verse is in this one. It was when the people. Some said um an angel was talking to Jesus, and others said it was thunder. Oh. Oh, it's um. And your cloud of witness references Hebrews chapter twelve, verse one. Let's see. Um. It was after the transfiguration. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm searching. What is interesting is you're, as you're trying to find that, I'll jump in some more with my interlinear, because if we go back to that same verse that we were at a moment ago um, in Exodus 40, 34, and we look at the word used for cloud, mm-hmm. it was anon, and um, it actually refers to the nimbus or thunder cloud. Mm-hmm. Amen. That was the thundering voice. I just tied into what you were saying there, Charles. Charles. John yes. twelve twenty nine is where you want to go. That's the one. John twelve. Yes, and how the Lord showed me. Um, I was thinking not quite from the analytic, but I was thinking, okay, cloud. In order for there to be thunder, there must be a thundercloud somewhere. Amen. There's clouds around, and the Lord was showing me here was with it. Um. It was, I'd say he was also showing the cloud was a reference of Jesus bearing witness to himself through the tabernacle. His, 
as dad was saying that everything lined up perfectly to form a cross and it was also related to Jesus' I am statements. And Lord just showed me that even with the cloud above it, he was bearing witness, which is what we read in John 8, uh, 14 about him saying, if I bear witness, my witness is true. Um, even if he did do that. Mm -hmm. And then also I will, I also wanted to go back to how I was talking about in uh, Exodus forty seventeen, and when we we're talking about consecration, and the Lord immediately reminded me of how I, as I was reading this section again, He said Moses did this, Moses did that, and how I always thought it was Moses relayed the information. And that's where Moses' task ended, and he got to watch everybody else working. The Lord showed me, no, that is not true leadership. The leader is mm -hmm. in there working as well. Oh. Which mommy and dad are always <laughs> saying, my version of leadership was, I tell you what to do, you go do it, and I just sit back and relax. And the Lord showed me that's not what's happened here and not what's going to happen anywhere. Mm -hmm. In order to be a true leader, you must, first of all, be willing to do the work and know how to do it <laughs> so you can lead others. So okay. so what did Jesus say? He that desires to be greatest Great. among you must what? First serve. N you, no, no, no. Be a servant to all. Be a servant to all. That sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like, <laughs> <Mommy>. <laughs> it, it sounds like the leader has the most work. Yes. And, and not the cushy sitting office in the AC. Point your finger work. Yeah, yeah. Have that removed. No, none Lots of that. Of but you're, you work. got your sleeves rolled up. As Dean brought up Sweet Nehemiah in the previous podcast, right? Mm -hmm. He's working on w with one and got a sword on the other hand. We're working with one hand and got a sword on the other hand because he's doing the most. Yes. And going out at night while everybody else is sleeping and surveying what needs to be done. <clears throat> exactly. So while everyone else is getting rest. Here. He's still prepping for the next job, the next day, the next task. Mm. Yes. And, and assessing the quality of the work that's been done already to see if it follows the pattern, right? Yes. Which matters. Um, I want to back up a sec with what you mentioned with the sheep hearing the voice, right? Hearing the Father's voice. The Lord spoke for the third time audibly during Jesus' lifetime that, that's recorded, right? Yes. Um, well, he's still alive, but his earthly ministry. In the, during his earthly ministry. Okay. Yes. Thank you for welcome, that correction, honey. And he proclaims who Christ is, right? In that, yes. in John 12. Let's back up to, or uh, back up. Let's go to Matthew 17, though. Because you brought up the transfiguration, sir. And in between you, Dean, and Eula Charles, we had brought up or been discussing the Lord as the cloud, right? Yes. And the cloud referring to the Lord's glory and the presence of the Lord being there. Um, well, Charles, would you mind reading verse 5? While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. L yes, listen to him. So it denotes that literally the father was right there. Yes. The Lord in all his glory was literally right there, confirming his word and making it plain to listen to Jesus. 
that he was above Abraham and Elijah, who showed up to confirm the word of the Lord, the prophetic word of the Lord spoken all those hundreds of years before. And yes. we know it's because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So the yes. Lord making it very plain there. But also for us, mm. the Lord showed up in the cloud yet again and confirmed his word. Okay? Yes. So that we've moved now into the New Testament. So, But also, not saying there's a difference, we're seeing the consistency of the Lord between the old and the new. Yes. He said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's no deviation or shadow of turning. And we're literally just seeing that right there. Okay? Yes. So. But we also see in, in that, in verse 4, they ask the question, is it good for us to be here? Right? Isn't that what made the people, and by people I mean the Hebrews in the wilderness and with going up to the mountain or even entering into the tabernacle, many would just watch from their tents instead of entering in, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. They became afraid. Mm -hmm. They became fearful. Isn't that what we kind of see here with Peter, James, and John? No, I think Peter Is it good for us to be here? Like, no, it, mine says it is good for us to be here. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is oh, what okay, we've been yes. waiting on. I read yeah, that yeah. wrong. You want me to build a house for y'all so we can stay up here <laughs> all day? But, but you see the with the glory of the Lord... Right? Did they become yes. afraid when they heard God's voice? Absolutely. That, that's, the, that, that's, that's what I was getting at. That's when they became at. afraid. But when they saw Elijah and Moses, because they had been waiting for them and having, Absolutely. you know, they wanted to build tabernacles up there. They're like, this is, this but, is where we should be. So that's what I was, thank okay. you. That's where I was going with the similarity, right? The people in the wilderness, the people of God in the wilderness, were afraid of hearing his voice. And they said, Moses, you go get the word and bring it to us. Well, here was the word in the flesh. And they, yes, became fearful also. But they knew it was good to be there where the presence of the Lord was. Okay? Yes. Yes. And we see the Lord come down in the same way, in the cloud. Amen. Who else? I just, um, a couple more things, just <clears throat> more inquisitive. Yeah, brother. They may not bear um, discussion, but, um, you know, we, we everything that was in the, um, the court and the tabernacle was pretty purposeful, right, Amen. and how it was made. And just um, was thinking about it as we were, we were being erected. To the, uh, for example, the bronze laver, it's there, and they were to put water in it. We don't know anything about the vessels of what they were using to bring the water to it. I mean, I'm sure they didn't carry the laver out every time they needed to fill it up, take it down to the stream. <laughs> right. And uh, the same was true with the incense and the anointing oil. Very specific about mm -hmm. how it was to be made, but nothing about how it was to be kept, or even the, like a jar for the anointing oil right. to be brought in to this. That's, I just thought it was interesting. I don't, I don't know. It just kind of struck me as why? Why didn't we get any more about that? Maybe we'll find it in one of the other books, uh, yeah. the accounts and the scriptures. Oh. Mm -hmm. But we always know the one who knows. That's Holy it. Spirit, tell us. Show us where this yes, information is. Yes, and if we need is. to know, we'll know. But I just... just. Yep. Well, 
you know, just, just understand this about God. He is not afraid of our questions. Not and it's rather than lay back from asking, ask him, Holy Spirit, tell me about this. Teach me, what is this? What did they carry it in? You're so specific and detailed. I know your character. Can you show me the rest? Not can you, are you able, but show me the rest, please, Lord. Our God loves when we want to know him. And when you ask him a question, if it's something that is not time to be revealed, he'll let you know that. Mm -hmm. But don't shrink back from asking. Don't be afraid to ask or hesitant to ask him because he wants you to know him. He wants us to know everything about him. I ask the Holy Spirit lots of questions <laughs> because he's got all the answers rather than pondering to myself or even asking anybody else. I just ask the one who I know Amen. definitely knows and will give me all the right details. And then he makes it known. And I leave it with him. I ask him my question. I go, okay, God, you know, and I, I trust that he's going to answer and he'll guide me and tell me what I want to know or what I need to know. And then I just keep moving forward. And mm -hmm. then he always brings an answer. He always tells me and he doesn't leave me in the dark. So just say, ask him, ask him. Mm -hmm. I'll ask him too. I want to know. Absolutely. But the the vessels is is great because didn't Jesus talk about that too and say there are vessels of honor mm -hmm. and vessels of dishonor. Mm -hmm. There's a he also tells us to separate the holy from the profane or the holy from the common. So right? don't take the the bronze labor out to the pond and or the stream and get well, water. And dip it. He's so supposed that's, to stay in that's the one aspect, right? But, but the Lord mm -hmm. had things that were everything that was in the tabernacle and set for the for ministering to the Lord was dedicated to the Lord. It remained in his house. You couldn't just go bring your own vessels from your house and it's good enough. There's a difference. The Lord makes that difference distinguishable always. We should be able to recognize it. We can't, I'll say, cross-contaminate, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'll just bring this from my house. It's the same, good enough. No, this is dedicated to the Lord. It's for his use only, however that looks like to him. And... um but that goes back with just humbling ourselves and submitting to him, letting him be our God and we being his people. Saying what he says to say, doing what he says to do, giving him that type of free reign in our life. Letting him, I'll say, be the captain of our souls. Letting him pilot the ship, if you will, and direct where our steps and where we're going. Hmm. So... Just a quick, off the top of my head, there's in Numbers chapter 5, there's a reference. It says, and the priest shall bring her near this. I think this is the adulterous woman. <laughs> but it's, there's information here. Uh, Set her before the Lord. The priest shall take holy water in an earthen vessel and take some of the dust that is on the floor of the tabernacle and put it into the water. So there's something. I'm sure it's here. We just have to know how to look for it. Mm -hmm. But we're... um. We're running out of time okay. for this one, so we're going to pause there. And, um, you know, we'll ask the Lord. We'll have the Holy Spirit minister to us, and okay. when he reveals it and wants it disclosed, then we'll, we'll discuss it. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, well, just thank you for today. Just thank you for just telling us when we're ready and... Giving us the information, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for just making words easy to know you, Lord. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we love you. 
God bless you, and have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.